we may win, though we will never be here again. So open up, I'm climbing in, so take it easy. Say maybe I got a new 
That was uh, William Lee Golden and the Goldens with uh, Take It Easy, uh, taken from his latest compendium, Golden Classics. You are tuned into the Whiskey and Cigarettes show in the company of your Cabacus Nova, Romeo of the Rodeo, and the Italian Legionnec. And my people, it's truly an honor and a pleasure to welcome the show today, living legend, William Lee Golden. Hey, William, how are you? And welcome to the show today. Nick. I'm doing great today. I'm at home in Tennessee. So, uh, what, a couple of nights ago, I was out with my sons doing a concert and uh, over in Paris, Tennessee, at the Performing Arts Center there. But uh, Scott called earlier and said that uh, we needed to talk here with whiskey and cigarettes. So I said, I'm in for it, especially <laughs> to talk with Nick. Oh, well, cheers. I really, I really appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. So uh, it's, it's a new year and uh, a new opportunity. Oh, it, yes, indeedy. And we just heard, of course, uh, you know, one of the great songs featured on the now, should we say, best of, if you will, Golden Classics, this three disc, uh, should we say, collection, which is absolutely fantastic. And when it actually comes to the Take It Easy song, uh, William, are there any stories or anecdotes behind this song? Well, it's a song that I think we've all loved uh, for 50 years now since the song first came out you know it was uh, 50 years this past may so uh soon be 51 years ago but it was just before the 50 year anniversary of it and uh it was during the pandemic we uh we were all sent home and uh told we were unessential to uh, go home lock your doors put on two masks and if anybody knocks on your door crawl under the bed so uh, about two or three weeks of watching all the craziness on uh, network news with all the hate and negative feelings with everybody hating everybody, I had to turn that crap off and uh, get back and uh, call my family together and said, hey, let's sing some old songs. So what we did is we got around the piano here in the house uh, I live in an old home out here in the country, and uh, we got to sing an old songs. So uh, one song led to another. We wound up just coming out here every day singing old songs. And we uh, went right up the street here to a recording studio that was available at that time. And we took our family and our band, and we went up there and started singing old songs and recording it and videoed exactly what we were doing. And uh, so what we wound up doing was uh, when it was all over, we had recorded 34 old songs. We did a whole gospel CD full of old classic songs that I grew up singing as a kid. And then uh, my sons, we did a classic old country song of songs that I heard growing up as a kid. And then uh, my kids started singing old songs that they had heard growing up as kids. And uh, so we would harmonize with each other. That's what we did is through the, uh, we wound up recording, like I say, 34 old songs and uh, harmonizing on them and putting a twist to them and some harmonies maybe that the original songs didn't have, or maybe they did have, but putting our twist on it and our particular 
family harmony versions with these songs. And so that's what we did. And during the pandemic, uh, we did all of that. And I also did an album with the Oak Ridge Boys. I did, uh, Dave Cobb produced that at RCA studio in Nashville. And uh, so... And on top of that, I did an autobiography during the pandemic. So uh, Scott England helped me write my autobiography, and uh, and that came out here this past year. So uh, there's a lot of things that we did. And when I look back on uh, what all we accomplished when we shut off negative hate off of network news and, uh, and get away from that and... Uh, get back to thinking about positive things in life songs about love about family about feeling uh feeling good about yourself and about your neighbor and about your friends and uh so it's just songs about life in general without being restricted and shut down in a whole negative pandemic setting and uh so i had to block that out and get back and through all of this recording, uh, Nick, it, we found ourselves healing mentally, emotionally, physically, and spiritually. And uh, that's what it did with us. Music has a healing effect if you allow it in the proper form. And uh, what we were doing was taking classic songs that were certainly essential to each of us in life. And coming together as a family band and friends of ours, it's some of the best players in town. And we come out here in the, in the country. We started playing and singing songs. We tried not to overstep and get more than 10 people in one room uh, singing right. at one time and staying with protocol. You know, it was during a pandemic and some of these musicians were wearing a mask. But even through all of that, Three people within our recording process here wound up with uh, COVID and uh, getting sick. We come back in, we finish the projects, and uh, it did. One of my sons got COVID uh, on the when we were finishing up the third album. Wow. Um, about, thir about 32 songs in at that time. And uh, uh, and one of the other players, he was uh, sick during some of the session, but thought he was, uh, his doctor told him he had sinus infection. So, uh, but they played through it. And uh, what we did is uh, then we kept playing and, and finishing up the project. And if there was anything we didn't feel good about, we come back and we uh, got together again and we all redid it. So, uh, it was just, uh, it, it was more like a revival and a, a, a festival here. It was kind of one week would be a, an old-time revival feeling here, singing old gospel songs. Next week, we'd be singing uh, country songs and country rock songs. Uh, Rusty did a Bob Seger Hollywood Nights, and uh, we also did uh, two Eagle songs. We did Take It Easy and... Uh, we did Peace, Release, and Feeling, which uh, we're getting ready to release, to release here in the next few days. So, uh, And then we did these classic old songs that uh, 
uh, one of my sons, he did uh, Chris, he sang lead on the Tom Petty song, uh, the uh, Southern Accent song. And uh, Chris also played piano on it when he was singing it. So, uh, but see, we've got a lot of that type stuff uh, recorded and videoed because we videoed uh, Jeff Panzer directed all the video from his L.A. office. And he's mostly known for his, uh, I met him before he got into being the top hip-hop uh, video music producer, but uh, he did all of uh, Wilson Phillips and Vanilla Ice videos in the beginning, and then he went with Universal and did all of Nelly's videos. He did all of uh, Little Wayne's music videos. He did uh, Nicki Minaj's first album videos. He did Drake's first album videos. But uh, Jeff Panzer, he directed all of our recording of these 34 songs from his uh, home bunker out there. And uh, we would have a wall of monitors there with every camera would have a monitor hooked up to it and was watching everything going on in the session, even in the control room and listening to the producers. So it's, he captured all of that. And uh, so it was a special time for us and looking back on it. And like I said, you know, for the, during the summer, during the, in the fall of the pandemic, uh, we were working on all these songs and, singing them and re-singing them and uh, till they felt like we wanted them to feel, you know, which we were we were all happy every time. If anything bothered us, we went back in and we all got back together and one, two, three, we did it again. And that's fantastic, fantastic stuff indeed. And, you know, speaking actually also of this autobiography, you know, which you, you'll be coming out with now, definitely want to purchase a copy because I'm I'm very, very much looking forward to reading it for sure. Um, speaking of which, you know, you are also one of the main members, of course, of the Oak Ridge Boys. You know, we actually got to uh, to talk to uh, one of your fellow Oak Ridge Boys uh, some time ago, Joe Bonzel. Great, great chap for yeah. sure. And and uh, uh, casting your mind back to the early days of the Oak Ridge Boys, what do you remember most fondly about those early days? Well, when I first joined, you know, it was before we had a full band. It was uh, in 1965, really. And uh, it was a gospel quartet is what they were doing when I joined them. And, uh, but as a Small kid, I grew up playing music and singing songs. And uh, as a little kid, I was learning and I played rhythm guitar and we'd sing these old-time country songs and country gospel songs. We'd get to sing them in church and things as little kids. My sister and I, she played mandolin and I played rhythm guitar and we'd sing a lot of these old Louis Brothers songs and songs that Roy Acuff singing and Hank Williams and Katie Wells and those type people were singing songs that we would as little kids sing and uh, granddaddy would let us sing them on his radio show sometimes. But, uh, that's how I grew up and then when I was in high school I sang in my first quartet 
uh, saying in the FFA Quartet, which is uh, Future Farmers of America. It's a uh, chapter each in farm areas and communities. It's something that a lot of kids have the opportunities in school to take the uh, FFA classes. And uh, if you it kind of helps, and they have a lot of variation of what they help foreign kids do or kids that want to know about shop different things that uh anyhow that's they also had a program of letting uh, people uh, kids showing their talents and competing with other chapters so we would compete with other chapters and either you had a band or you'd have a quartet or something to sing so that's kind of where i as a kid starting out getting with the boys it was uh we just had a piano player in the beginning and uh, so then we slowly added got another guy a bass player and then guitar player and uh a field guitar player and uh, but we evolved slowly evolved and got to put on stage what we were playing you know in other words we did not we never use soundtracks on stage and normal settings going out and doing concerts. And there's some gospel groups that do that, but uh, we always love the live band feel. And uh, anyhow, we love more of the festival feel and music too sometimes. We're always having fun. Well, I mean, you know, it's always been one of my favorite bands, you know, and uh, I was, you know, I love the Oak Ridge Boys with a passion. And you know, so, so it's, it's wonderful, you know, to, as I said before, we've been talking, talking to you and congrats on just you guys doing so many, so many great songs and still to this day. And speaking actually of personal accolades, I mean, you have won everything under the sun. From Grammys to CMAs to Dove Awards, a President Awards. So at this point... Is there an award or an accolade out there still for grabs that you'd like to add to what is an already rich and illustrious trophy case? Well, I'm not sure. It's, it's not always about awards, you know. It's about it's about doing what you love to do. And that, to me, I feel like this. We've been fortunate in life because uh, we never lost our passion for actually singing and getting together and breaking into some harmonies and uh when it locks in it's just you know it's it can be exhilarating if you love singing and love music and the same things with chords you know and music when uh, musicians are playing together and moving the chords and bending chords and there's a lot of uh, variations that it all has and presents through melodies and rhythms and uh, gives us a platform to do what we love to do and that's sing uh, songs of all Well, I mean, as I said, it's uh, it's definitely uh, incredible what you have achieved throughout the course of your career. And, you know, looking back, what has been the most amusing or crazy thing that has happened to you throughout the course of your career? Uh, I'm not sure, man. It's uh, there's a lot of crazy things happened out there. Uh, 
course, at this moment, you know, I, don't, I <clears throat> hadn't thought of it today, but, uh, you know, we, we were just always fortunate and made ourselves available to go to a lot of places, you know, it's, it's, far as uh, the places that we've uh, been able to, been fortunate to go, able to go to travel in Europe, uh, play in different places, different settings in Europe and uh, down in the south of France and Cannes, which is Meetem festivals, and uh, even getting to play for Princess Anne's birthday party way back. She had one and they really uh, Monte Carlo and uh, you know it's interesting things but we've you meet so many different people along the way and sometimes you know we've been fortunate to be invited to sing for several different presidents uh, not sure thank Thought I could count them up, but uh, anyhow, presidents of whatever, both sides of the aisle, uh, American presidents. And, uh, I even met uh, King Carl Gustav, or we all did, of Sweden one time back when we were young guys, and uh, the UNICEF program there in Stockholm, Sweden. So we've met people. We played at, uh, at what Princess Anne's birthday party in London one time. It seemed wow. like it was Hyde Park, and seemed like the Boomtown Rats was on before us, uh, a rock band that's kind of a kind of pop rock. Mm. Anyhow, we had a piano player, and there was a group rock and roll group was out there going just before we come on and the, he had a piano player and he was going at it. He was going at about halfway through the finale song. He went <laughs> just threw up all over the piano and his keys. Oh, no. So here comes our piano player next. <laughs> He's out there and it's like it's slopping and slapping and uh, spattering, but I'm to you know it was just crazy though. And then some come, some guy walks up to the edge of the stairs. He's, he's hollering something. He said, "Get over there, get closer." Like, Your music sucks. <laughs> so uh, okay. Hmm? And, a lot of things that you can uh, have happen along the way. Then oh. Some people like it. Some people can't stand it. So uh, you can't allow that to slow you down and where you're trying to get to. Mm. This is very true. And I, I love those stories, I must say. That's, that's some insane stuff. And amongst some other you know, things that will be happening very soon as of this recording, this Thursday, January 12th, will be your birthday. You know, you'll be blowing out 84 candles. And how do you yeah. plan on celebrating your birthday? Well, I'm not sure. I uh, haven't thought about it. I got to get to 
I got to make it, what, two or three more days? Uh, the 12th. So, uh, whatever that is. I'll figure it out that day. Who knows? Well, I, I'll definitely look forward to pictures. I will say this, William. <laughs> so I definitely we may to have to get out the, uh, what is it, the rye whiskey? There you go. Or maybe, uh, uh-oh, or the Woodford Reserve. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's kind of like uh, distilled about three times, I think. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. That sounds like. You know, it's, it's a good double or triple distilled whiskey. I think a triple mm-hmm. distilled whiskey, Woodford. Woodford Reserve from uh, Lexington, Kentucky. There you go. I think Since we're with uh, whiskey and cigarettes, (laughs) might as well Well, pull out the whiskey. You definitely should. And, you know, any whiskey from Kentucky is good whiskey. So it sounds like an excellent way to to celebrate your birthday. And here's a curious question for you. I have always been amazed at how well you keep your beards looking so awesome throughout the years. And I have to know, how do you keep it looking so good? Well, it's all natural, man. I don't trim it at all, really. So I've never trimmed it since I've started letting it. I used to trim it way back when I kept the shadow look, but then when I wanted to just let it go, it, I let it go and just to see. And it uh, took about three years to get out that length. And it don't get any longer. It just gets wider. <laughs> so it's all natural. Well, and it's a beautiful beard. As I said, it's definitely a thing of beauty. I hope to be able to grow a beard like that someday indeed, because I'm like, that is a cool beard. That's, that, that aside, of course, when it, when it comes to this new year, you know, 2023, uh, what do you have uh, planned and, you know, what's in the works for this year for, for yourself and, you know, for the Goldens and, and what have you? Well, the Oak Ridge Boys are doing a lot of concert touring this year. We've also are planning on doing a new recording with Dave Cobb in the studio at RCA A studio there. Uh, and uh, we've agreed on doing that. And as far as the dates, we haven't set that yet, but we've made that agreement here way back uh, last summer, last fall. And uh, but we we're gonna do it sometime, hopefully in the spring here. But uh, we'll be doing that, and I'm doing uh, more. The Oak Ridge Boys have a lot of dates booked. When the Oak Ridge Boys not are out there on doing shows, uh, I've been booking some dates and with my family, with my sons, and uh, we've been going out doing concerts too when I'm not out with the Oak Ridge Boys and. Uh, and we're recording and doing that also. So uh, it's staying active. Yeah, definitely. I mean, so there's definitely a lot boiling in the hopper, I guess, when it comes to uh, to, to William Lee Golden, folks. Definitely a lot of great stuff to look forward to, indeed, between the Oak Ridge Boys and the Goldens, of course. And speaking of great things, William, we're going to be seeing you out here with another great song, you know, that, that is featured on the, on the albums, which is uh, Take Me Home, Country Roads. Now, when it comes to this yeah. song, 
what made what made you guys decide you wanted to add this to the to the to the pile? Well, we're talking about songs uh, that were essential to us in life, and even each guy in the group, you know, was my kids when they were growing up and when they were teenagers and adolescents. I would take them to see rock and roll shows. We would go get tickets to the Municipal Auditorium down here. And uh, uh, friends of ours, uh, Joe Sullivan, who had Sound 70 concert productions, and Steve Grill that worked with him. uh, And they were music industry people throughout their long careers. But uh, they would bring in a lot of great rock and roll shows. And I would take my kids to see great rock bands coming through, you know, and we would have favorites and couldn't wait to come back and see them again. But that would be when I would not be on the road like with the Oak Ridge Boys. But during the gospel days and early country days, we were out on the road like 200 days a year. And uh, so it keeps you uh, active. It keeps you in shape physically and uh, musically because uh, the more you sing sometimes the better you could get and it's no different than athletes you know great athletes have to work out to be able to do what they do Uh, great singers if they want to stay in the game and stay uh, competitive they also are conscious of what they have to do to, to keep up to the level that you uh, demand of yourself sometimes. Today already, I did 200 sit-ups today. I do a full sit-up. Uh, I do 100 sit-ups, and then I catch my breath. But I do 100 of uh, so breathe in and breathe out as you go touch your toes. But it's uh, all the way back and all the way down to touch my toes. And for my age, it's something that I feel better when I do it. It's uh, like I'll be 84 here this week. And uh, so it makes me feel better and forget how old I am when I'm doing sit-ups. And then uh, when I'm singing, you know, it helps it to flow out rather than me sit there and uh, can't get enough strength to push it out. So uh, it's uh, what I see and feel and how I I know works throughout the years of uh, all those late nights. I will definitely, well, I mean, more power to you, you know, for keeping fit and, you know, just uh, just doing what you do. So uh, we're going to be going into this great song. This will be William Lee Golden and the Goldens with Take Me Home, Country Roads. William, I want to once again thank, go ahead. Yeah, feature, this is featured uh, Rusty Golden. He's playing keyboards and sings harmonies, but he's singing lead on Country Roads. Anyhow, my oldest son, Rusty, will be singing featured on this. It's Fantastic. a great John Denver song, and it's a song we've always loved, and it kind of fits. It takes us home, really, to the country roads where we come from. 
I, I very much agree. A great song is always a great song. So uh, folks, enjoy William Lee Golden and the Goldens, of course, and taking her home country roads. And William, I want to once again thank you so, so much for your time. I truly appreciated it. And of course, thank I want you, to wish man. you... Cont- oh, thank you. And of course, I want to wish you continued success with your career and all the very best for 2023 and a happy early 84th birthday. Thank you, Nick. God bless will- you. Oh, right. thank you. The pleasure was certainly mine. Well, my people, you heard it from hey. William Lee Golden and the Goldens. Be sure to stay up to date with everything he has going on. Enjoy Country Roads. You are tuned into the Whiskey and Cigarettes Show with your Italian DJ Nick. We'll be right back after this. Almost heaven, West Virginia. Blue Ridge Mountains, Shenandoah River Life is older, older than the trees Younger than the mountains, blowing like the breeze Country roads, take me home To the place I belong West Virginia Radio reminds me of my home so far away 